Welcome to the Busy Being Born podcast with your hosts Kamande and Kigondu. gentlemen karibuni sana this is a busy being born podcast in the studio we are full house today we have uh, our guest with us but our we guest. also have samuel commander <laughs> <laughs> karibuni sana this is episode number 7 and it keeps getting better yes it yeah. does this episode is brought to you by mo print creatives limited they are full service design agency based in nairobi specializing in strategic and creative designs i connect you to your audience through branding, digital, social media marketing and website design. Their services include logo design, website design, profile design, business cards, posters, flyers, t-shirts, office and vehicle branding, etc. So all matters branding. They strive for transformation, growth and success of your brand. To find out more about their services and um, certainly engage them in business, visit their website www.moprint.co.ke or call the number 0725173947 you can also send them an email at info at moprint and how you spell moprint is m o p r i n t so you can email info at moprint.co.ke their offices are located at Ruprani house this is first floor room uh, 115 moktada Da. Mokhtar Dada. How do you say that street? Mokhtar Dada. Okay. What commander <laughs> said street in Nairobi. Try them today for everything design and branding. And yes, as uh, a client, I can say these guys are top notch, so check them out. More print. You can also check out their social media. They are everywhere from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram. More print. M O print. M O P R I N T Creatives Limited. Otherwise, ladies and gentlemen, karibu sana. Let's have a good time on this podcast today. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me ask. So, yeah. are they are they are they brilliant? Of course. Are they do they do they represent the motherland? Of course they do. That's the only reason they're here. <laughs> ooh, ooh, uh, um are they busy being born? That's the only reason they're here. They are busy being born. Uh, who La- is this? Yes. Ladies who and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we give you Sam Soko. Woohoo! Sam <laughs> Soko, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you this ke- just keeps getting better. It does. Um Sam Soko is a Kenyan, better yet, an African filmmaker, a director, producer, and an editor. He also writes by the way, right? Um <laughs> he's a co-founder of LBX Africa a Kenyan production company that produced the 2018 Academy Award nominated short f- fiction film Watu Wote. Let me just say that again. Yeah. 2018 Academy Award nominated short fiction film Watu Wote. Um the film Softy, um his first feature documentary project premiered at the 2020 Sundance Film Festival, um winning a special jury prize for editing and has gone on to win numerous film awards across the world. He is an outspoken defender of freedom of expression and has taken part in global conversations on how to make media matter when the world is on fire. Thus, his canvas of choice is through socio-political projects in both music and film. Sam is the director of the biggest fl- film in Kenyan cinemas in a while. Mm-hmm. That's right, mm-hmm. Softy. Um which did weeks upon weeks in Kenya and I think um is still airing. Uh, um there there's some mm-hmm. um, there's they're back yeah. They're back, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um back. We, we'll talk more ab- about that. Um Sam is a super cool and humble dude that apparently chanced into filmmaking but is certainly not taking a chance on change um uh, on change making and culture shifting through his craft and projects of choice. 
ladies and gentlemen we give you Sam Soko. Woohoo! Karibu sana bro. Hey, chocha. Lazima <laughs> mazee. <laughs> hey, if 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 you guys had the privilege of watching us do this, we are all nervous sitko huku tu tunasikia mazee. What is going on stumbling yeah. on words to to mazee sama ko in 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 the house so anyway <laughs> Sam, thank you in. so much for joining us. Yeah, um, so it's much for having so me. great to have you with us. Um, and you've been quoted to say it um, that it was by chance that you got into filmmaking mm-hmm. in Kampo. How is that? To me jump right in. To me go deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, where do I start? Uh, I think I will start to say that I I actually went to uni to study um information systems <laughs> which which uni was this moi uni mm-hmm. and that's a while back now wow. um and but at the same time before i'd gone to uni because i don't i'm one of those people who can't sit still so when people just finish high school like this i went and did a diploma in information systems so when i ended up in campo um you know that first week when you're looking at the the syllabus and you're like wow looks like i'm going to repeat most of the things i did in my diploma mm-hmm. so i there was this board that was somewhere near when you're looking at the other the courses that are available and then i was like ah maybe i can do something else ya <laughs> kushikilia while i figure out what i want to do with my life <laughs> so um one of those two, the thing is like when you want to change courses you you have to you have to pick something that you qualified for the grade or everything and i didn't want to overthink it so i picked like one of the most random courses that was up in the last column ilikoi meandikwa creative arts theater and film oh and i was like ah this looks like something i can do and it's so funny that if you meet anyone i went say to high school with there's no way they'll believe <laughs> i would be anywhere near any creative work uh so when 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 i chose i was like okay this is something i could do and yeah because i met the grades and everything they they accepted me and we were very few in that class so i went for the first class and it was just fun and it was it i think for me it always kind of came naturally like i never i would i, ne- I never felt like i was struggling you know the way uki ukifika home Mm. as in it really doesn't matter where your home is yeah. Yeah. but it felt like home. it just felt like yeah you're just you know you you don't feel like you are kuna mtu atakuja kufukuze yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah. so it's almost effortless exactly yeah. in a way yeah. but, but it, it's hard but you don't but feel like it's hard but it's yeah. effortless yeah. yeah but you don't you don't feel like a stranger as he kept going and i remember even telling my parents and i really thank my parents for the fact that when i called them and i was like so i've changed the course and my 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 mom was like oh okay why <laughs> i was like i don't think i want to repeat stuff that i'd studied and actually my plan at that time was i'd do it maybe for a year if i don't feel it i'll go do like a higher diploma in information Something systems else. and move on yeah um and then you know do that that thing that kenyans love study and work at the same time mm. and i kind of liked it and stuck it up but then ended up just concentrating more in the theater side of things where i met this good gentleman martin <laughs> um 
while my first gig was in a place called Phoenix Players. Mm. <laughs> was this while you're still in uni? That's how you guys met. We just yes. talking before before recording, hitting yeah. record. Yeah. How, you guys met. how yeah. Sam and I met. Yeah. Hey, it was it was it was at the point of the first I think it was my third year. That's the first time I went to Phoenix. Um, spent a decent amount of time there. Then, of course, went back to school and right immediately right after went back and was there for, I think, three years. And in those three years, um, I was the production manager. And uh, one of the things you kind of had to do for every production is get an assistant production manager. And this one time, this gentleman walks in with confidence of a thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hi, I will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, and you came for an audition, right? And yeah, but I never. But you never got the role. Yeah. And then it was like, I, I still want to be here. Just tell me I would do anything. And I was like, and you know, it's not a lie. Theater never used to pay anything. <laughs> so I was like, there's work, but it's not like we add yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, cool, we'll do it. And we were in the trenches for a bit. <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> for man. quite a while. And yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah. But that's actually oh. how I ended up in this space. By chance. <sighs> man, you've taken me back, Yanni. Okay, <laughs> let, let me just let me just tell a bit around that, yeah. that moment. I remember I remember I just left uh, traveling theater. Mm-hmm. I'd done it for like three years and I thought I was a shit. Najua. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the guy. narration. Mm-hmm. So I go to the Phoenix. I watched everyone from Heartstrings to Phoenix to mm-hmm. everyone who was doing something. And Likua. I really don't. Well, they're doing something, mm-hmm. but I really like what the Phoenix players are doing. I think professionally, this is the direction I'd like to go. Mm-hmm. So I go to the Phoenix. Wako, who did I get? I got Linda Nyangwe. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember who else. And they're like, I could auditions. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll have to wait another six, seven months or something. Mm-hmm. And I went home feeling heartbroken. So I told my mom, Maze, and I called Joe Kenya, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so I, I, I called him and he called, Maze, me, I'm out. I'm not doing this. It's mm-hmm. so heartbreaking. I think I'll just go and do something else. So I spoke to my mom and she was like, dude, you just want a foot in. Get a foot in. So eight humble pie, two weeks went back, Nandio. That's when That's we when went. I was like, some. dude, yeah. anything, <laughs> anything. Um, so let's pick it from there. Yeah. H- how did you move to from from the Phoenix mm-hmm. to being recognized by the Academy? <laughs> I, it's I'm, a long time. I am, I am yet to be recognized <laughs> by the Academy. <laughs> but I know a but guy called Samsoko <laughs> exists, right? Yeah. So there's one thing that I... You know, the thing is when you go to school, like um, particularly the people who try to study media, um, it's only recently that there's been a lot more work that has gone into maybe training people technically, um, you know, with the DOPs. Um, What's DOP? DOP, director of photography. So like the people who, you know, Maguiji wa camera, that technical know-how. But when we were in school, camera uh, and I think it was like once now it was someone who bought it and it you know that thing is so I never actually had that an engagement with a camera per se in uni but I did study film that's the system um but 
so my interest and the place that I I love the most in, is storytelling structure like how how do stories flow how do stories work and that's something that transcends um a lot of the work we do like whether it's theater whether it's film and whichever place you the idea of story and how a story looks like and how a story works is is something that runs across so that's something I love that's something I engaged in and even when we were in Phoenix I used to um develop ideas i wouldn't necessarily say right i i wrote one or two radio plays but it was more of like div- working on a structure of things and and martin would tell you i would i would i, I used to run a very tight ship <laughs> you did yeah <laughs> and the idea was making sure that the story worked and making sure the story made sense so in that period um one of my friends was stuck you know um a lot of documentary work that's done in Kajas Nakonga Kaziza Mangio so they'd done this job for this big NGO and I came to learn later it was a very big contract but they they'd done you know the way you finish the work then you editing it they this is the like at cut number 11 like and they were all returned people are like this thing doesn't make sense it mm. doesn't work and it was something that shot over almost 20 30 days which is a lot of filming so they walikuwa mekwa makabisa so this one guy was like you know there's a guy who was we were in school with when i was in school i used to put up ridiculous like the number of plays i used to do were too many like in a semester I'd be having like five or six plays in uni in uni wow yeah as as in it was like and you write produce the whole shebang yeah i'd i'd write some of them mm-hmm. M- most of the time i'd i'd adapt but adapt dif- like I'd, i'd do it's a different kind of adaptation you know there's the people who just take the play you change the names change the locations mm-hmm. and that's that's a means of adaptation but what i'd do i'll pick like a theme within whatever the concept is and rework it to what i'd want to say or engage in 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 that space. So when so that guy was like, "Hey, I know a guy. He used to be really cool in stories. Perhaps he can help." So they gave me a call and then I went to meet them. They showed me the cut they'd done and I was like, "This thing does not make sense." No wonder it's been rejected <laughs> like 11 <laughs> times. And the guy was like, "What do you mean it doesn't make sense?" Cuz walikuwa me wame so we sat down and I was like okay let's do so i sat down with the editor i was like okay let's do this let's start with this one like this so we did that i think it took me say a week two weeks and when they took that draft it was accepted like immediately immediate. like the day they like those ones for <laughs> two minutes in yeah the director was like this is what i'm talking about yeah yeah and the, so the guy who was giving me the job was so proud he was like wow he's <laughs> like you know this so and He, he couldn't understand why like how you see it that way and for me it wasn't it was like this thing doesn't make sense so from that point it was like hey have this work maybe you can help me out to 
to you know to kind of figure some of these things out so and but i kind of also put in a lot of work in terms of like research and that kind of thing so i started watching documentaries incessantly like ni kama ni kuna mtu ameniekea kitu like ikitu lazima understand so with that and you know when you went to uh, the early youtube university uh, goas <laughs> first cohort first cohort, <laughs> yeah. cohort one. Um, and a lot of like and and then just applying a lot of like a lot of the theory and stuff that we learned in school everything kind of just started clicking so i did that for like another because around the same time that's when i felt i could move on from phoenix and i was in this mode of figuring out do i go back to school to do a masters do i um cuz pia unajua kuna pressure ya familia yenye unaambiwa hii si kazi yeah you you need to find work do yeah. you so in that point you're like do i go back to school to do a masters do i do i take this documentary thing seriously or do i you know just change jobs altogether yeah. do something else so in that period i actually did enroll for school for a masters and then at the same time I was doing so I, i used to have this weird week where you go to school monday tuesday wednesday thursday you're filming friday saturday you're editing you have sunday off monday tuesday back to the <laughs> yeah back to, back the to square yeah. one and you're kind of using the money you get from from this my my jobs the gigs, the gigs paid, that you're yeah. doing to pay fees mm-hmm. like it's a it's the a cycle, loop. it's a, a loop. cycle yeah, it's like yeah. and it doesn't stop so as i was doing all these things i met a couple of my friends um some of whom tulikotna joana from high school others from uni and in that conversation one day we were having this conversation like so, so actually we were sitting sitting in my house and one of my friends asked me in best case scenario what would you how would you play like what do you want to do creatively like by that time you know at least i'd, I'd learned to edit because i was sick and tired of bad editing i'd <laughs> i'd started to um kind of direct in a way but you know ile unachezea chini because it takes it takes a while to kind of understand the craft yeah. yeah yeah um i'd taken i'd, I'd done But many gigs zile za uko wardrobe at department umebeba boom like i done so many things within the film space that made me kind of understand kind of this is a realm i want to be this is this is something i don't want to do kind of find your way in so this friend of mine so those two friends there's one called Brian there was Linda and then there's Bramwell so the three of us at that point were like how about we start a company that happened to be now lightbox which is now lbx but they're like okay let's start a company and like cool so we actually started meeting and they're like how would this look like because the other thing is i was like the challenge i have as an artist in the film space is this absolute lack of structure like the systems are not they're there but they're not there it's like ziko nikaziko kwa ocean unajua depending on how the wave moves yeah yeah ina move so there's like lack of structure in terms of payment the lack of structure exactly consistency like we we are we're not building on anything you'd have you just make one thing and then it'll take you four five years before you make another thing it'll which you're like 
we can't grow an industry that way. So that was the genesis of that conversation. And I said, if I was to do anything, my response to my friend was like, if I was to do anything, was to give this space form and build on that form. And hence, we started Lightbox. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Such a story, man. Quite a journey. Um, I want us to maybe um, fast forward mm-hmm. to 2020. When was mm-hmm. this again? When Lightbox started? This was end of, it started like, the conversation started like at the end of 2011, 2011. but they were formalized by like mid-2012. Okay. Okay. So actually right before we jump into 2020, because this is when more or less a world discovers of this company, how did you starting Mm -hmm. and coming across the Watu Water project, Mm -hmm. how did that come about? Because you are attributed as one of the company's producers Mm -hmm. behind this. Watu Water, yeah. How how far along was this in, Mm -hmm. even before now the bigger projects came? came? So for Watu Water, we actually did what's called um, a service production, um, primarily because, which is now we need, which again, just kind of goes into the many challenges that were going to just making film in in the industry um so when we started lightbox again the idea was to give form structure so we just like everybody else a lot of our initial work was ngo work um because again you kind of have to build a base you have to raise money (laughs) um that the kind of money that you need to make some kind of films is not available like the funding system in kenya is pretty like it's become better but it's it was yeah at that point there was really nothing so what happened was i found myself engaging in more in non-fiction work i used to do a little fiction work but in there but a lot of my work was in non-fiction work again because i loved documentaries and i i felt more at home in that space so these things kind of go and hand in hand so when this was 2012. So around 2013, we were looking for an office. End of 2012, 2013, we we're looking for an office. So we found a hub, a creative hub that had just opened, Power 254. Mm. So we were like, hey, maybe we could, like, could we, how could we use this space? So we, we spoke to some of the guys and they're like, yeah, cool, you could work from here. And then, of course, you pay like a subsidized rent. Cindy. So at that time, when we went to Power 254, again, um, Boniface Mwangi was again one of like the most flamboyant activists in that, these in these here streets. Yeah. So he was doing <laughs> um, kind of this crazy protests and everything. And so while he was doing all these things, we had the idea. We were like, okay, because nonfiction and everything, was like, you want to do something different. So like, how we how about we package a protest as a learning tool? So I started to engage more and more in building this learning tool. It was kind of supposed to be like an activist manual. So I've, I did that for a, for like a year, a year or so. And it kind of did consume a lot of my time into now to like into like 2014. So around that time, um, these guys from the Hamburg Media School um, were looking and talking to a couple of people in the industry. Like they want to make this film about which was like their master's film um about the garissa attack um the the bus that was attacked and then the christians that stood up um and hid 
and hid the Muslims. Sheltered, yeah. sheltered the, the Muslims that sheltered the Christians. Yeah. So they spoke to a couple of people and then I remember we were in this in the first meeting and it was so it was me and Bramwell and when we were having this conversation I was like this is such a good idea but I already have my thing, my I'm thing. Yeah. yeah, I was like there's no way I can be part of this thing even in the most creative sense. So Bramwell took it up and they did a fantastic job. Um you know ending up in the academy awards is not is no joke yeah mm. yeah um and, and then some um bramwell is at this point is still part of yes L- bramwell LBX. is my other co-founder okay. at lbx, LBX yeah. Okay. yeah so bramwell iro shout out hey. um so bramwell so he 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 took it up they they kind of worked in putting together the production if you see like the credits of what water a majority of the crew and everything is all kenyan cast and so you are the guys who made this happen yes like we we are the boots on the ground mm, so basically so like the idea of service production is an external pro- um because kenya doesn't have many treaties like film treaties with other countries around the world so what that means it becomes very hard to you what we call a co-production like in which you're engaging as equals mm. more or less so what you have to do is become creative at how you can work together So the the most straightforward one is what what we call a service production. So it's essentially is like they would quote unquote hire you mm-hmm. to do the work. Um however the the spirit of of how you're working is in essence a co-production. Mm-hmm. But in in legal terms what you are is a service you are a service producer. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how you you're engaging you know you you not only work in from the script level um because i know um the one of a really good friend of mine Brian Munene at the time he was one of like the people who engaged with the script um from the crew like a lot of the people that you guys were involved with the casting as well yes okay. so like that's the so thing it's the whole oh, yeah. it's the whole journey yeah. from beginning to end yeah so you 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 kind of work through all that process together and and eventually like it was such an incredible feeling to see the work that they did and just see like how that film grew and whatever it became mm. um till you know ending up being nominated for an oscar yeah mm. was this the first kenyan film to be nominated by the academy um Technically yes, yeah. but technically also it's not a Kenyan film. Oh, mm-hmm. technically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But technically it is. It it's it's those things for again, it's the, one of those things that need to be done, yeah. like a lot of work that needs to be done to kind of build a, a a collaborative muscle. Kind of like, you know, having the I know that right now I know we're kind of jumping into many other things, but I that conversations about like having a film policy, having a film fund because those are the things you kind of have to have in place for you to engage in other countries so that you have a treaty with them that allows you to be a co co-producer co-producer mm, with yeah, them because yeah. now if you are co-producer with them then yeah. we could say it was It's a Kenyan, Kenyan film as well actually yeah. this is this is something a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. such that uh, even some of the biggest films mm-hmm feel like they are Kenyan but mm-hmm. they're not really Kenyan mm-hmm. so think about the Nairobi Half-Lives mm-hmm. and every other movie that mm-hmm. came from the same team mm-hmm. you'd think they are fully Kenyan mm-hmm. but in truth they are not mm-hmm. they are yeah. not 
Mm. Yeah, so you're definitely right with the police. Because you, you, you kind of like, you're like, yes, our, it's our story, it's our people, it's, mm. it's everything. But, you know, the funding is almost wholly German. And then, and that's a place where we need to find a way to meet halfway. Because otherwise, it's some of you, in a way, it's like you're being paid to do work. And then if someone pays you to do work, you can't claim all of a sudden that it's your work. Because mm. they're like, I paid you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, wow. But it, it's... <laughs> it's we, a work for hire. It's a, yeah, but it's it's eventually, I think, we are happy that all those films have been made because they do, again, keep, keep, the, keep us exercising our muscles and, yeah, just keeps building our so work. So it's, it's done in Kenya mm-hmm. by Kenyans, mm. but it's not Kenyan. It's possible. That's that's a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. Just being here with a lot of creators. No, no, no. It's a thing. It's possible. Because the thing about the film industry is, uh, whether we like it or not, money runs the film industry. Yeah. So it's it's it depends on how the conversation, negotiation, and engagement is. Um, I know what what they with like a lot of the you know the films like half-life and everything they they were presented as kenyan like they're like you know this is a kenyan production in in many ways right submitted all those things as kenyan but i think it's important for us to think about who owns say like the copyright of the film um if you don't own the copyright of the film does that make it kenyan you understand yeah um and and like the in in if we could we could we could go into the weeds but i think don't think that's important like what is important is how do we grow and build from there to to kind of have a, an industry that is at least we have stake in mm. and i think that's what's important yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Mm. just like you said it's all in uh, the line of building form mm-hmm. and structure exactly yeah. it's all in it's all about form and structure yeah, yeah. And then how is L- LBX doing now? Um, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, still with the same guys? Uh, are you? Yeah, so so two of the initial um, co-founders left. So right now it's it's Bramwell and I, but the I think we, it is just, Softy is a culmination of all these conversations. Mm-hmm. Softy is a, is a culmination of how do you do all these things and eventually end up with, what is truly in many ways a Kenyan film because mm. Softie is was the first directed and produced film feature film to premiere at Sundance mm. and it's it's it, the it's like it's a moment of pride in many ways and it's something we were not like we, even now we've not been afraid to to kind of shy off and be like yes this is our film um but at the same time it's a film built out of incredible and beautiful collaboration with other collaborators around the world. Mm. And but inherently it's an African story told by Africans. And owned by Africans. And owned by Africans. <laughs> I think that's very, very important. The copyright is African. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. So I'll, I'll, let me jump to where Kamande was uh, sort of heading towards. Mm-hmm. So what happens with so far within the first six episodes, mm-hmm. our first question is how was 2020 for you? Because we know 2020 for most of us, especially artists or creatives, mm-hmm. guys in tech, mm-hmm. 2020, well, for every human being mm-hmm. was one of us. But this mm-hmm. is one of, I guess, now you mm-hmm. 
who we looked at their 2020 and we were like, "Hi, okay. Hey, this, was yeah, yeah, this was yeah. a good 2020. The audience knows why. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think we are getting into that. So, um Sam, mm-hmm. how was 2020 for you? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um clearly I can't compare with many people. <laughs> <laughs> um 2020 was was yes, was complicated in many ways. Yeah. For for you know just covid just through the worst spanner that the world has seen in a very long time um but 2020 is a year i am eternally grateful for for many reasons um because you know there's there's sometimes you you can easily forget um you must count your blessings yeah because when we premiered in january of 2020 this is softy this is softy yeah and softy is what people need to understand is it was a film that was in the making for seven years like by the time because you know when and um, I, I like i was saying when we we started with making this activist manual it morphed into what became softy uh. and in morphing into what became softy it was like legit started around 2013 and we finished editing in december of 2019 so you can do them yeah <laughs> years upon long, years yeah, that's that's so, that's a long time so be, be, by going through all that so by the time we were premiering and we again it was such an incredible feeling to you know get the call and be like your film is going to premiere at sundance and sundance for those who were in the film industry is again one of those places you don't work as a filmmaker in Africa or in Kenya in particular and think you belong in yo ikonawatuake you know so when you hear your film is going to be at Sundance even at the point you're at Sundance you still think like by the way someone is going to come right now and be like by the way come belong here some for the for the audience because i think we have a um wide array of audiences mm-hmm. in terms of um, of people who listen to this podcast mm-hmm. really what, cool what, what is Sundance Sundance is one of the biggest film festivals in the world um it's an independent filmmaker festival in many ways like what it means is you know there's what they're called um studio hollywood films yeah. Kama za Marvel, mm-hmm. captain america superhero, superhero stuff. um yeah. black panther yeah so those ones are called studio films so studio films have wakona ligiao sindio now for the more what were what were the more artistic the more artistic quote unquote the more underfunded filmmakers yeah. <laughs> you there's there are film festivals that are which i think a majority of filmmakers are yeah the places where you you kind of want they're like a stepping stone a place where you want to show your film where it's like a recognition by other filmmakers that you know yeah apo umejaribu you know so there are many festivals like that so and many so there are also many festivals in terms of like that work for fiction films and then kuna zinye zina work for documentaries but Sundance is one of the few that kind of elevates both both the fiction and and then it comes in jan you know and to know how complicated it is to get into Sundance is they i think in our year submissions were like 15000 
oh. for all the films that people submit to get into and i think they pick either 150 or 160 oh. yeah so i think in for That's like 1% yes so like even in in our so we our category was world documentary competition and i think they they get almost 15 or 2k submissions for that and they only pick 12 films oh. yes so it it you it's that's not even a needle mm. is it's the chances, the chances are, are the chances very, are like yeah, yeah, yeah. you you it's not a thing you're like i you know if i if i get into that it's it's not that's what i'm saying it's not something you believe or think but you some yes. do you believe when making your submission did you deep down believe that this no. there was a chance that's wow. the truth no as <laughs> in actually it's so funny when we finished because we were we edited the film in in canada um at the point for many reasons but at the point for when we finished whatever we called an edit we still hadn't finished we were like watch out watch apple and then we submitted the the cut that we did submit and i had actually the plan was i'll come back to kenya and you know chill out take a break because it it in a kwanga marathon yeah. like it's, it's a lot of work it's, yeah it's a lot of work so like i'll say i'll take a break especially you think na christmas eve mm-hmm. so at the point at the point we received the call that we're taking the film the turnaround between you getting that call <laughs> and when you're supposed to give them the film is so short that you're like what you don't even have time to process it's about a few days or a few weeks. yeah you cuz you know there's there's like a turnaround for when they announce mm-hmm. so there's like many things you need to give them mm-hmm. before they announce and then after they announce there's like kuna milestones sindio yeah. so you like you have one week for all this stuff before we we you pre- you give before we announce then you have another say one two weeks before you you submit you take to what do you call it for them to you know like what do you call it? you need to submit your film say to go to ifanyo color correction mm. imalizi with sound design like all those things like but all they you find out say around between say middle mid november mid to end november and you have basically four weeks before the film is given to them mm. oh. you know and color correction alone will take you maybe two three weeks Yeah. <laughs> same to the sound subtitles <laughs> like there's a lot of and, work and that's just with the film then there's the whole publicity angle yeah you need pictures post you're like i don't have a poster so <laughs> yeah. you have you have all those things that have to be done be before you give it up and then it's it's not cheap like it's not like you're thinking you're in sundance mm-hmm. and then he has money for you to come into Sundance. you know you have to fundraise to get into sundance uh. you need to go to sundance so it's not cheap but we we were lucky that a lot of the supporters of the film were so proud of the journey of the film and they came through so someone would be like i'll buy one person a ticket mm. i'll buy like we really wanted say the family that are featured in the film to be present when we show the film yeah. so and and why is sundance hosted it's hosted in a very cold part of the rural part of the US oh. in the state called Utah in a place called Park City. Wow. <laughs> But it is amazingly beautiful. Yeah. 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 Wow. So January um starts with you going to Sundance. Yes, that's 2020. That's 2024. Mm. You are like, "Wow, I am here." 
okay um this is amazing you're like okay i am here this is so cool mm-hmm. then the beauty of getting into sundance you have you get so many there's so many requests to show your film mm-hmm. in other festivals so i i would it was such an incredible because you know that's the thing when you finish the film if you know if it premieres somewhere you're yeah. like wow and yeah god name so we yeah. are good now yeah. 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 then but you get into sundance you're like hey god wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know then you get into all these other festivals you're like jesus now what is this that's going yeah. on yeah Sindio. yeah <laughs> so by the, after we just got into after we sundance ilisha i think we had a festival at least two festivals every month up to like june yeah because if if sundance is the apex mm-hmm. of uh, festivals mm-hmm then everyone will want to be associated with or because pe- yeah because yeah. people are interested like okay yeah, let's yeah, watch this film yeah, yeah. what's what's this film about so and then you know by that time you're like wow um, it's like the olympics um, <laughs> right? you're an olympian now um, hey, in georgia <laughs> no seriously <laughs> you know, you, thing, you know, a lot of people know of the oscars mm-hmm. but very few actually know sundance mm-hmm. so sundance is a really big deal in the filmmaking yeah. community yeah. Yeah. yeah you know how um, i was listening to michael phelps the other day talking mm-hmm. about how he trained six years to get into the olympics mm-hmm. and to be honest i feel like this is like it you've been doing this film for seven years mm-hmm. um you know that that's that's amazing mm-hmm. to get into it. sundance is a massive massive mm-hmm. massive achievement and mm-hmm. Congrats man. And um, after that you did, you guys did a lot of other like festivals yeah, and yeah, got uh, lots of awards. <laughs> it it's the the thing uh, um cuz we're talking about how 2020 was and I was like I'm yeah I'm super grateful for 2020 yeah. and like we did the dope premiere we had a lot of festivals being lined up um but then covid hit. Yeah. So normally you know when after ume umechapa marathon ya hiyo 7 years you are happy to you know go to different places listen to how people react to the film primarily i think our goal was to share that film in Kenya and we had like plans hey you know mm-hmm. we're like wow this is how we're going to do it in fact from Sundance this is how it's going to premiere in Kenya we were picking days we, were, we started chatting with people um you have to go through the classification dance which is a whole other story so when covid hit everything came to a standstill so because of the buzz um with the festivals of course all a lot of kenyans were like where can we watch it when can mm. we watch it and we were like yes you have to watch it we are working on you watching it but then covid bam full stop so there was a period where honestly nobody knew what's going to happen next so here you are you have a film what what do you do with it now <laughs> <laughs> it's premiered at sundance you know, yeah. what's next yeah as in what's next yeah. and even the festivals were even the festivals that actually there was up to march <laughs> we'd gone for another like a, the first festival we went for right after sundance was um there was a like there was like an impact conversation that was happening in in Switzerland. So right after Sundance we'd gone to Switzerland and on the day we were coming back that's the day the borders were closed. Oh. Yikes. That's like that's the day. Yeah. So borders were closed and then on that day that's when we received like 
there's we had like three festivals right after that like literally the week after yeah all those festivals canceled Jeez. yeah yeah I, was hot docs one of this no no, no. there's um it was called movies that matter okay mm. it was in the netherlands they canceled and there's there's another there's eyes in the many like yeah. that time they were just falling and you people are everyone's like, wow, knocking what's going on yeah so after that for you to figure out what next you're kind of now trying to understand how is everybody else going to work because i think there was a period of like a month or a month and a half mm. where people were just home panicked panicked and yeah. be like what's going on yeah so after that a lot of festivals were like okay we are still going to do it but we're going to do it virtually and even that nobody understood what that meant mm. Like, because you say a virtual festival, you're like, what's that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the advantage in a way that we had, we had already done a premiere. Mm. So there are many films that, and I really, really like feel for the filmmakers who put in so much work to to have these films, to have people go out in the cinemas to watch them, who didn't forget that chance because mm. the festivals were canceled, you know? Yeah. So when 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 that happened and all this people people trying to figure out okay what next what next us guys are just kind of going with the flow you're like yes we're in this festival yes so cuz for instance our european premiere was at another huge documentary festival called CPH Docs and again when i think even initially if we premiered at CPH Docs i still would have been very happy yeah. cuz it, it's still it's a, a really deal. beautiful festival we were set to go to um CPH is in Copenhagen, Denmark. So we were like we were going to Copenhagen, but then there was a period you're not sure whether it's happening or whether they're mm. canceling and then they said they're doing a virtual festival. And I remember when we were doing the virtual festival it was very confusing cuz you're like how is this how does this work? Yeah. It's a you new know, experience for it's everyone. a whole new experience yeah. for everyone. Yeah. So that became that kind of became 2020. Yeah in many ways so your life was transferred to this spot in the house <laughs> in front of a camera yeah <laughs> talking about your film yeah, yeah. um ex- people's experiences moved to the chat box you know yeah and it was a very difficult experience mm. you know cuz it took us i think a year 8 months almost 2 years to edit the film so i spent a long time indoors editing yeah so again you're like okay you've done your film you spend more time indoors to talk about the film <laughs> <laughs> it um, was not supposed to be like this yeah, yeah. for anyone but I'm, yeah. but um again i think i'm in i'm in a more privileged place cuz again there are those whose films didn't premiere there are those who didn't finish their films mm. you know mm-hmm. there are those who didn't get the money because people 2020 was cancelled for a bit there are those who lost their jobs yeah, yeah. like it was a lot more complicated for a lot oh. more people so mm-hmm. i'm still very grateful that pe- we somehow got to share the film yeah yeah, yeah as complicated as it was okay. at, at what point um do you then regroup as the softy team and say okay mm. this is this is what we had in plan for kenya and now since corona has hit this is the new path yeah yeah so what we did was we we had talked to some of the theaters who again were apprehensive because they were like a documentary hi kenyans don't mm-hmm. don't watch kenyans don't watch documentaries as in ah ah this one no um in fact one of the theater chains like no <laughs> yeah as in, 
this this doesn't work sindio so we spoke to them and we're like okay when let's hear what the government says um if say hey the other drama is we had to take it to for classification <laughs> mm. i remember that what so you to show your film in kenya anywhere you have to take it for classification so we took it for classification and then to kambiwa he films sasa ni only ni above 18 mm ndio wanaweza watch this film which again adds another complexity complexity because mm. at that point we can only share it in a particular way so we're like okay let's talk to the theaters so the, the, we spoke to the theaters like okay let's wait and see how it goes so around august so july august we are like okay either way let's just put plans in place kambayamba mbaya yeah. like if if things happen they happen if they don't mm-hmm. they don't so we said we'll do it in september but then kidogo again we moved it to october we said in october we're going to premiere this film mm-hmm. come what may and at that time the theaters are like yeah the government has said maybe partially mm-hmm. apple september they might open some Everything theaters up in there. but then have capacity mm-hmm. so actually literally up to three weeks before the premiere the day we premiere we premiered on october 16th it was still up in the air um but then even when we when we talked to the to the distributors the distributors are like okay we'll give it a shot um let's try two weeks mm. and we see how it goes sindio because the the way they work is they sell they send it to the theaters and the theaters are like okay we'll think about it mm. or we'll pick it also for two weeks mm. we see how it goes we organized a very covid um <laughs> um experience of mm. a uh, a premiere like we had two screenings mm-hmm. that happened at different times so that what was ikutane mm. the theater was half capacity like we had you know the way mnaingia you know because when you when you show the film you have like a short Q&A so like even that Q&A is like you do one Q&A you make sure you're done people leave then another guy yeah, comes yeah. in like it was it was a very and you have a whole other round of photographs again like every both groups have to feel like they've come for a premiere yeah <laughs> and that happened on october 16th and what started as see to lembwa two weeks mm-hmm. so we ended up in the theater i think for seven eight weeks and every time i was like you still want to continue and by the end of 2020 the distributor told us that we we are the biggest documentary that has ever aired in kenya. premiered Premier. in in kenya like yeah. has been in the theater and then we were the biggest film of 2020 wow. yes, in the wow. cinema massive congrats yes, um so, something on the side um kigondu um softy actually was um a point in time when my wife and i got into a row mm. uh, because i snuck out of the house in the mm. middle of the day i was like you know obviously i'm working from home mm-hmm. as well mm. So at some point in the day I was like man I need a break from the house. <laughs> so I went all the way to Prestige without telling anyone and watched it. Then I came later and um, you know having gone through all the emotions of mm. watching the film of course the first thing you have to do is tell your wife. Yeah. You <laughs> couldn't help it. I couldn't help it of yeah. course because uh, you know for those who've watched or soft tea yeah. and then sorry um, deeply moving. It's deeply moving in so many it takes you to highs and lows. Mm, a mass, a good job on that. Don't worry you can't spoil a doc you. Can I you? can't. <laughs> no. Okay so it takes you on highs and lows. So of course in the evening when my wife gets back home she was doing some field work. Um you know the first thing when she gets in is like hey by the way I watched soft tea today. Then she's like without me. <laughs> <laughs> turns out even for her she'd be looking forward she'd be looking forward it. to it she didn't have the time and yeah. so she was hoping that maybe one of you know we'd, we'd go out 
um, because we'd been you know stuck in the house yeah. for a long mm-hmm. time uh, but yeah, she ended up watching it by herself and yeah so wife, i'm sorry about that yeah, that, yeah. um and so commander's wife he, he told me he was going to watch it at least he did <laughs> you, you gave me a call yeah. Yeah. dude yeah. it's happening today yeah today i'm going to do it yeah, yeah. um I know you'll receive this sum um, over your your life. Mm-hmm. Do congratulations on the movie. Hopefully the projects you go on to do will also be as big and as successful. We definitely wish you that. But for this moment, huge congratulations. Thank you. Like Thank you. super proud of you as not only a friend, I'm a colleague in different capacities, but as a Kenyan, mm-hmm. as an African, I feel this is an important work that needs to be seen by as many. Mm-hmm. So, it has done the rounds throughout 2020. Mm-hmm. Where we are right now, what is your hope to letting it reach to other people or is this even your intention like do you feel the rest of africa the rest of kenya mm-hmm. different parts guys who didn't get to go to the cinemas mm-hmm. guys in the bundus uh, ushago mm-hmm. do you have an intention of letting them see this that was the intention from day one yeah like from the moment the thought came that okay this is a feature film it was like this is the reason why this is a feature film and i think just going back to the conversation of structure and form mm. it's it is important as storytellers and particular african and kenyan storytellers to one not be afraid to archive our present and our past mm. um because that's not something we have right now there are many debates and conversations on what kind of history are we learning mm-hmm. you know and um, what kind of information are we consuming and there's so much um that we don't know because it wasn't written mm-hmm. or it wasn't recorded or it was edited or yeah they edited <laughs> it in a way mm-hmm. and that that for me is very sad and that's something we have to take on ourselves so for me that's what softy is is like even if i don't ever make another film we did something that is like here's a statement of truth that speaks to a period of our time you know mm-hmm. and you take it as it is like if if it helps you yes if it doesn't it's okay mm-hmm. if you learn from it yes if you choose to change yes if you choose to make a difference great if you don't it's still fine because this is a piece of our history that we've presented here and that's something i love and cherish about documentary because it, it allow news is a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you watch news, hey, news can can do things to you. But documentary allows you to analyze, to kind of connect the dots and to kind of present an emotional engagement that lacks in our day-to-day information consumption, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um so our plan is why and was always to how do we get this film to as many people as possible and how do we engage as many people as possible in conversations that are within the themes of the film mm. um not through the film but through many you know organizations and people who work in different capacities like the film just adds into that conversation it's not the solution mm. to 
you can that's too much pressure on a film yeah yeah but it's it's going to add into that space so one one thing that we we've done for instance and it was like a no brainer is when all the craziness was happening in Uganda it was a no brainer that we have to find a way for people to watch the film mm. eventually just decided like okay we we'll put this film in a digital in whatever digital platforms mm-hmm. are available and we'll figure it out from there yeah so we spoke to one of the platforms that we were working with and the film was free in UG. UG. Yeah, during like the election period but then internet um uh, yeah <laughs> homeboys imad the internet yeah <laughs> um but then tukaskia liwasha kidogo mm. and then we were like yeah ikwe let let it continue to be free yeah. and but i hear it was like it's not as fast so we are waiting to do that again wakiambia increase speeds mm. boom back cuz mm. it's important for us to fast stand with the people not only in Kenya but in the continent mm-hmm. you know and be like we 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 see you man mm. you know that's important yep, yep. to just tell people by the way we see you we we understand the struggle you know this is our struggle as well we may not have the answers but we see you you know mm-hmm. And that's that's something that we we are really we think is super important to do. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, I feel there is uh, so much more to you as 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 a person uh, besides this success, mm-hmm. and we also want to delve into that. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe two things before we mm-hmm. we, we jump in. Uh, I'll uh, focus a little on the editing, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm sure Kamande is curious about uh, recording. during protests yes. something like that so you could ask yeah that's something i'm i'm, I'm very keen on and, and mato and i were just discussing this before yeah. you walked in mm. it's seven years mm-hmm. of, of doing this right mm-hmm. and, and i guess i suppose five or six years of recording oh, of filming, shooting yeah. yeah of filming um how how are those experiences for you how did you even get yourself into that position mm-hmm. um and and again maybe connected to that is mm-hmm. um is this something that during your uni days or even during your phoenix days mm-hmm. you saw yourself doing mm-hmm. yeah like like being in the middle of um you know for instance the the, the pigs what was it uh, oh yeah yeah the, yeah the, the pigs and the blood the pigs and the blood mm-hmm. and um you know in the middle of you know boni and um, you know corpse mm-hmm. and all those situations no yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. no i'm i'm still i don't think you you will ever get used to being in a protest yeah. it's not it if the day you get used to being in a protest just go home <laughs> <laughs> for real i actually um, read somewhere had, that you said you're done that's done. it yeah, oh. cuz we we had we had this conversation i was telling we were having this conversation with boni and i was like but the, dude the day you're in a protest and you're like i'm easy mm-hmm. no just go home yeah. just like <laughs> there's other things you can do in life yeah um no but but the the honest truth is i am grateful to have worked with such amazing and courageous people um all, all the cinematographers that we worked with are are heroes on so many levels 100% 100% cuz it's one thing to be at a protest and it's another as just an individual mm-hmm. without a camera mm-hmm. it's another thing to capture that experience you know and a lot of us said it we went to school to be taught you like this is how you film a protest mm. <laughs> what we kind of it was an on the go experience yeah, you know yeah. and we didn't film one protest we filmed many protests yep. as in i think almost 
20 protests. And in all those protests we're filming, like me, I have hardcore experience in, I can give you for one mm-hmm. on, on what to do <laughs> <laughs> in a protest. Yeah, the, the manual. Yeah, <laughs> That manual. Yeah, yes. The protest manual. manual. <laughs> By the way, you know, just from, from something, to, you know the way, the safest place in a protest is where the cops are. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna start. Contrary like, to public yeah. opinion. Yeah. That's a good quote. That's a very good quote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is where the cops are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like there's so many things and there's so there's so many things you've seen. There's so much struggle you've experienced. And to capture those things again, you kind of learn the motions, but then after you've learned and experienced them and seen it, then it's a whole other thing to think how does this how is this represented mm-hmm. visually? Because something that was important to me and it still is even in the work that I want to continue to do is tell our stories with dignity. Mm-hmm. A lot of this, the way people think you, you know, and um, we were talking about this the other day about how if you send someone to an informal settlement and you tell them to tell you a story, for them, the pain has to be hardcore. Mm-hmm. So when someone wants to show you like poverty, right? You know, they have to show you the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Extreme. They the crap and they're like, by the way, things are bad. Mm. Yeah. But I'm like, is that necessary? You know, you can tell the story of someone's struggle without stripping them naked of their dignity. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when someone is, when someone tells you they haven't eaten and you filmed them sleeping hungry, how much more of their poverty do you want to see? <laughs> like, w- what? as in what more proves that you're like, and yeah, this person is poor. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. But we have been taught that our struggle has to be ripped naked. You know, like the madman on the street has to be walk naked in the street for you to know he's a madman. He's mad yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's not right. So in our storytelling, we have to tell our share our experiences with dignity because no one else will so with softy it was important that we share say the story of boniface and his family with dignity mm-hmm. they're human beings you know and he like he's not he's not a saint and he'll be the first person to admit it mm-hmm. He's a flawed human being as every other person yes, is a flawed us. human yeah. being, mm-hmm. right? However, we've created this idea that heroes are not flawed. Mm-hmm. Like they have to be this perfect species, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a lie. Um, He has struggles as a father. He has struggles in his marriage. He has struggles as a human being. Mm-hmm. And that becomes something important that we have to show. Also as important and equal as the work he has done as an activist mm-hmm. and the work he does in running for for office so in in whenever we were filming it was conscious on us to keep that dignity and maintain that mm. dignity yeah that's wow. powerful Maze. um yeah that's um, powerful. I, have, I have a follow-up question yeah um did you fear for your life at any point <laughs> during the protests because um, some of the scenes um, are quite scary, to be honest. Um, and, and also, um, not just because of what you'd seen before, mm-hmm. but because of the randomness mm-hmm. that comes with um, the police force. Mm-hmm. Because they can be very random. They're not random, they're rough. <laughs> they're rough, and, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yes. And also the subject, of course. No, yes, the subject yes. you're covering. Yes, 
Yes, like it was, it was, I think, but for me, again, when you're in there, it's the adrenaline is a lot. So, mm. you know, it's not something you're thinking about. Yeah. Um, but then mm-hmm. home, That's when chungu. the pain hits. Um, but, I, but the most scary bit, like total spoiler alert, but the most scary bit was when the family's life was in danger. Because it was an enemy you couldn't see. You know, police in the protests, you see them. It's mm-hmm. like, there's a guy with a rungu, he's coming. There's a guy who has a gun, he's running at you. Mm-hmm. That's something you see. So it's how do you maneuver in this mm-hmm. in this operation? Mm-hmm. But when you're receiving death threats that are backed up to be true, then there's something to be that's, scared. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's not. And then watching the emotions play out. And I'm super grateful. Because if there's a moment they could have told you, we don't want, you know, close the door, yeah. go. Mm. Mm. That's the moment. But they didn't. Mm. They were like, okay. Actually, I don't think they're even noticing a yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but I'm grateful they didn't close that door. Soldiers, and, man. Soldiers. Maze. And that, that's beautiful because you sort of see it in the film. Mm-hmm. There are moments where you're like, wow, like the 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 cinematographer is still there like he's in the room like this is a very intimate moment mm-hmm. this is a yeah okay but anyway i let's let's i'd like to focus a little bit more on two figures mm-hmm. one is bonnie mm-hmm. as we now start focusing sasa on the person that is sam soko mm-hmm. but before i get to bonnie who is i hope i get this name mm-hmm. right yeah he's definitely on the credits mm-hmm. who is mila Ong Twin. Ong Twin. Ong Twin. Yeah. And uh, how important has it been not only to this project, mm. but also to you as a filmmaker? Hey, Mila is my homie, my mentor, yeah, my friend. Um, if you're a doc filmmaker in this continent, check out a grant called the Hot Docs Blue Eyes Grant. It's specific to African filmmakers, African documentary filmmakers. And I met him through... So we we received support from Hot Docs and then they have this fellowship, year-long fellowship program and Mila was one of my mentors. The first time I spoke about the film with Mila and he saw some footage, it was like, I hate this character. Mm. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and But we had a year-long exchange that was very honest and we share a lot of experiences um, in many ways. At some point, it was like, okay, let's edit this film together, right? Because I'm one of those people who believe for us to build and nurture and develop the kind of stories that we want to tell, we kind of also have to know we are not an island. Mm. There's a world out there that can that can digest and embrace our stories as well. Mm-hmm. This world has embraced and digested different stories for many years. over The same stories they make that we digest as well. So it is important that we collaborate. And I mean, like, what do you call it? Collaborate together rather than someone tells you how to do this Mm. thing, you know. Co-create, essentially, in many ways. And Mila was an incredible collaborator in that sense because he didn't come from a point of, this is what I want you or this is what I am imposing, I'm on, you imposing on you to do. Yeah. No, it was like, what do you want to do? What are you trying to say? And we'd have that conversation because we ended up editing the film together. So him and another guy called Ryan, Ryan Mullins, is, so they both 
because I come again from a deep Kenyan sense. I'm like, you know, when you have a scene and you're like, ah, Kenyans would love this scene. Mm. Wow. Mm. It'll go deep in the crowd. Mm. They'll be like, me, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's not like I don't understand it, throw it away. It's like, how can I understand it? And how can the Kenyans still not yeah. get bored by it? And still achieve what you still want. Still achieve what I want yeah. at the end of the day. So that's that's what what was in play. It was mm-hmm. like, and the beauty of our col- collaboration is like we both like having fun, and I think if you watch the film and you just listen to the music, it's so random, because that's how random both of us are. Because mm. you know you're like there's this scene. So some normally someone would be like, see, we put a somber tune mm. in this point. We're like, no Afrobeat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how we do it. Yeah, and. That kind of collaboration and mm-hmm. that kind of conversation was was such a blessing yeah. in so many ways because it allowed us to tap into an, another level of creativity, yeah. which is, I think, it's, it's a place where you find freedom, yeah. you know? And I embrace and encourage that. And like, I'm, I'm not those people who believe like, yes, we do it. And then we're like, we do it together. So that if we do it as Kenyans only, we've proved now we have done it. I'm like, that's not, it's, it's really not worth it. Mm. Um, If someone, if there's something someone can do and you can learn from them, that's great. But make sure there is something that you can teach them as well. You know, have an honest exchange rather than an imposition. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. So Mila mm. and... Um, Boni, mm-hmm. the subject, yeah. well, and Jerry and the family, yeah. but particularly on uh, on Boni, yeah. Miller and Boni, what are some of these things that you think going forward mm. are things you could choose to cling on to and mm. say, for for projects where I am the mentor, mm. these are the things I'll do. For me as a man who has a family, mm-hmm. these are the things that I will do. What, what attributes did you pick from this whole journey? Mm. From these two men or any other brother father figure that was in there wow so mila has is one of the most honest human beings i know Mm. straight as straight as overshooter as you can imagine and he's always very clear and i think as africans we love beating around the bush a lot of passive aggression yes Mm. it's like Sasa unajua venye mimi nilikuwa naonelea. You know. Yeah. Uh, is like so we talk tomorrow. Um maybe you just call me an hour before yeah, and then we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. As in instead of someone telling me like no, tomorrow is not possible. Um and I really don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Something very interesting. Um sorry. Um yeah. the the founder of the company I work for is not Kenyan yeah. and that exact um, characteristic of Kenyans yeah. is one thing he sees and complains about everything. Yeah, because you see it as an outsider. Mm. And then now, once you tell people, then they start seeing it all around them. Mm. Yeah. Know? But need someone to trigger that that idea. Yeah, because it's I, not it's not us. Yeah. Yeah. Even when, if I wanted to come, to, like, you see, even this conversation, we're like, okay, let's go here. Mm. Then we'll go this other side. Yeah. And then eventually, like, Sasa, can you meet later? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think that's, that's, that's how, that's, some, it has its advantages. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> it's, it's very hard to, to work and maneuver in that. Yeah. Space. And yeah. get things done, to be honest. Yes. Yeah, you, and get, yeah, it takes a lot of time mm-hmm. to achieve 
certain objectives because mm-hmm. people go around and around in circles. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just told me I'm not going to do this, yeah. then I'll find no, another it's option. Very, it's very hard. And and um and that kind of also ties into something I totally admire from Bonnie mm-hmm. as a man, mm-hmm. which is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um and I can say this for the amount I've known him for now several years now, is if Bonnie gives you his word, does it like that's as in if right if you call him right now and you're like hey help me with this or i need you to support me in this and, and he actually says okay fine i'll do it that's it um but o- only that but over and above the challenge is that of course people take advantage mm. of you in incredible ways mm. but the consistency of his belief in his values and beliefs that's something to admire yeah. from anyone mm. and he's one of the few people i have met who've what they've said in 2013 is what they said in 2014 is what they said in 2015 like it's it's like a it's a broken record but it's a broken record you'd want to hear mm. um his commitment to transformation and change um his re- the way he speaks about what needs to change how it needs to change whether you agree with him or not you have to admire that consistency for sure in a country where people change in a day mm. yep. you know yep. like yesterday i'm like by the way matro wa matro is a freedom fighter tomorrow i'm like wa matro matro sold us out yeah yeah matro mm. is the, yeah as in yeah. you get especially around politics especially in politics yeah mm. so it's i think one thing I believe all Kenyans should embrace in leadership is leaders who have consistent values and identity and ideals mm. because it doesn't mean they're right or wrong because mm-hmm. I think there's there's like a need that people believe that you know as long as you're a politician you have to be right mm-hmm. like no like if if you believe in socialistic ideals that's fine believe in them talk about them and embrace them that's mm. fine mm. if you believe in other ideals that's fine and because that's what allows us to nurture and grow democracy yep. so bunis consistency is i think yeah really yeah. incredible yeah, yeah. Okay. so we have honesty um and, and consistency and consistency, and consistency. Yeah. you you've described yourself as a filmmaker a filmmaker and documentary addict mm. and freelance friend mm. And you still have faith in humanity. We have to, man. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell, tell us more about you and having faith in humanity, despite all that you've seen. Um, one, of, one of my best friends says the worst thing about the world is human beings are involved. <laughs> <laughs> and like that, yeah. And and he's they 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 make fun of me because eh, uh, hey, human beings. Wow, if you just utter true, we think just COVID. and the things that human beings have you know just from the stories of people who stole money mm-hmm. at during this especially you know that time you're like by the way if you're stealing yeah. see, at least give give covid a break like yeah. this period we don't steal mm-hmm. and then when things are back up yeah. you, you can, can do your thing <laughs> yeah but no someone is like up and you want yeah um the reality is there is no other way we need to have faith in other human beings for something to happen mm. and it's there you know like there's in all those bad stories there's incredible good stories mm-hmm. 
that's something I choose to believe and hope, even though there are days you're like, by the way, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't want. Let me go close myself somewhere. I find an island, I stay there. Yeah. Um, but you realize we we need to continue to believe that transformation is possible. And I th- sometimes it it's harder to imagine that it'll happen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But it's good to to exist with the belief that it'll happen in some lifetime. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the role I played. Yeah. It, it helps me sleep better at night. Yes. Mm. And I choose to believe that. And again, that's fine. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. I love it. Mm. Ah, yeah. Let's mm. throw it back to you you growing up, yeah. Did you ever did you ever feel like a softie growing up? Yeah, mainly grow up ocha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mm. of course. Um you'd always feel highly intimidated when you met people from town. <laughs> you know. Which part of Kenya did you grow up in? I grew up in Kisi. Hey, mm. mm. Yes. Mm. Um <laughs> my my mother will be quick to tell you the the you know from the basics of Lukot Nozamaziwa. Um I I remember I had did this interview recently and someone asked me how I mo- came from KC to making films and I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can you know I by I wouldn't lie at you I was young and I was like you know I used to have this book I write my dreams mm-hmm. and I'm like one day I'm like no. Yeah, I'll be a filmmaker. No. no. As then for me I Life was just, you know, you a decision is like, you know, where do you want to go? Where, where where are you going to school? This is where you're going to school. Cool. What do you want to study? Same way. You're like, ah, okay, let me use this, choose this creative arts thing. Um, opportunities to work. How Phoenix players there? Would you help us in editing this thing? Cool. Mm. Let me do it. Mm. Um, this story looks some, something you want to make. Great. Um, let me stick out. Let me stick it out. Should I? Let me just finish it. Softy, let's start this organization. Do we know? We're like, this is the plan. This is why we are starting. This is what we want to do. Great. Just wake up every day and put in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. And, you know, pray to God and um, hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, keep having faith in people. Cause yeah. yeah. I, that's not, I never actually... Mm, broke it all down yeah. and said this is the way it should go yeah okay Th- then what aspects of our journey are close to very intentional mm-hmm. like i'm intentional with the time that i wake up in the morning mm-hmm. i'm intentional with the the people i choose as friends etc etc mm-hmm. what aspects uh, of y- the person that you are mm-hmm. b- would you feel mm-hmm. are intentional i am intentionally Although my wife hates it, I am <laughs> a workaholic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's that's a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. But I I do work very hard in terms of like I wouldn't necessarily say cuz you know this film work doesn't has early mornings and doesn't have early mornings mm-hmm. has but I can say it's been the last time I I can honestly say I had a break was in July 2018. Oh. This is more than where two I had years like ago. two weeks mm-hmm. yeah. that I, I was like I was you know I was on my phone and I was like now what do people do? Yeah. And the reason for that is there's a belief of 
things have to keep moving things have to keep going so i'm intentional in t- the level of effort and work that i put in mm. i'm intentional in how i engage with people you asking me about mila and boni uh qualities that i admire and choose to espouse by with myself with myself um i choose to be as honest as possible with the people i work with i choose to be as consistent as possible with how i work with them i don't like wake up to dinner and I'm like i'm never telling this guy mm-hmm. the truth now you know um i choose to have difficult conversations yeah you know and i am also highly intentional <laughs> i take some very crazy risks <laughs> with work yeah. yeah and with life just because i think life is very boring if you don't take risks take risks because mm-hmm. the things you kind of have to do you know because if you you know if you didn't finishing a film after seven years is a risk yeah because now you you're finished and now what because you know other people have moved on they're doing other things you've been filming and editing and now you're back and then life has moved on you're like okay now what 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 goes on yeah, here now yeah. Yeah. At the, oh you have two kids oh my god <laughs> 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 you know um i i mean yeah in that level of risk 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 taking i think has been good to us as as an individual and as lbx mm. it's also brought incredible heart when it didn't work out and i think particularly with creatives creatives should talk more and more about the moments that don't work out we spend so much time in there you know sasa tumeongea faju at oh seven years sundance oh my god mm. so good mm. but no yeah um there are lots of things that yeah. didn't go right many things yeah. actually most of the things mm. didn't, didn't go, go right, right. Mm. um yeah and and that segues into actually my next question which is mm. going to be um uh, because everyone might sit here like you said and think that you know we made sundance and it's been you know or um as a very easy story mm-hmm. um, and it's not mm-hmm. right so um what was that point when when you're like man this is not worth it or something just didn't work out mm-hmm. and you're like man <laughs> i should go back to syst- eh? in, in, in systems Syst- yeah. you know there's, there's, <laughs> what, what, there's was it, what was that degree diploma you did the information information system, system. you should yeah. go back to information Maybe systems consider yeah <laughs> eh, there's, there's, there's many um one really crucial one was we lost i do not have footage that we shot in 2014 and early 2015 mm-hmm. um we lost almost 4 terabytes of footage Yeesh. at that point you're like now see there's other things you can do by the way <laughs> yeah yeah and like a server a server crashed because of negligence and yeah so there's we we shot like we did there's one of the things you're we filming because of the manual and everything we were filming this trip to not trip we did like a, it's kind of like a country activist tour of sorts that went through that was so beautiful that we went it was like a road trip so we went to you know Kericho Kisumu we drove to Trukana when the road was terrible i saw pictures of the new road i was like Jesus, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you know you sleep in places where you hear gunshots outside <laughs> like um, you, you shower in a place where you you're afraid to touch the wall <laughs> damn and you lost all of it all that stuff was gone and there's a couple of protests as well that was that were in there really incredible emotional conversations all that got went 
Yeah. And then what's the internal narrative that stopped you from giving up at that point or at any point in time where you're like, you know, you're on the verge of giving up? Mm-hmm. And and this is not just about softy, but mm-hmm. I'm overall in life because that's what busy being born is about. Mm-hmm. It's about those um internal narratives that you have with yourself or stories mm-hmm. um to pick yourself up. The the inher- one of the things I'm intentional about actually is I rarely almost never give up on the tasks that I do and the people I work with. I'll give you a break, but um some people will even say I'm those stupid people who will call you and be like, okay, I'll give you another chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if you've burnt me so many times. <laughs> Sometimes it's borderline stupid. But I you kind of like, you know, in the beginning when you see a task and you're like, this is what I set out to do. Let me see where it'll take me. And every so often, um, I think the thing that kind of helped with Softy is you felt like, okay, I'm going to finish this year. So even when the footage disappeared, I was like, okay, now this is what we're going to do. Because of how I related with people and because of how much relation, this is the way you, in which, again, you work with people. I'm, I'm, I don't work with many people, but the people I do work with and engage with, I'm highly intentional with how we build the relationship. So what, what happened is, even when I was trying to look for footage of particular moments and protests that I needed to use in the film, people would be like, just take it. Just take all of it. It's fine. You know, mm-hmm. like there's someone who gave me like two hard drives of footage. Oh. And because we were in the protest, like we were in the protest with them and they were also filming and then whatever they were filming didn't work out. And they were like, hey, you dude, by the way, I think this would work out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that kind of you know that thing oh, you know wow. you have faith in humanity yeah, you know? yeah, yeah i was going to circle back it to is, that it goes exactly. straight back into that yeah exactly. such <laughs> moments give you you know build, it kind yeah, of it yeah. comes back it comes so, back so yeah it's yeah. do you oh, think wow. human beings are inherently good or bad i i don't know i think Human beings are human beings. It's they are who they are. People can change. Um I think people are influenced by their environments mm-hmm. and how they're brought up. Mm-hmm. I think people are born with certain traits. That's something I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone who believes that you're holy. The environment is what holy crafts you. Yeah. yeah. There's nature. There's, there's nature as well. Yeah. 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 There's there's cuz there are certain things that you see even babies do that you're like I no one told them how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um so there's there's the, I think there's that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So um ah uh, I was to circle back to something. Oh yeah. So Commander has just around uh, has asked around the tougher days mm-hmm. and what you tell yourself in that season. Mm-hmm. The flip of a tough day would be a really good day. Mm-hmm. So my question would then be maybe you found it maybe you're yet to mm-hmm. but what's what's the definition of um, success to you yeah mm-hmm. uh, or if not to you particularly who do you look up uh, to and think ah, now that is success and mm-hmm. um, just to make it slightly broader mm-hmm. which I, I don't think makes it any easier what at what level would you feel I have this this and this mm-hmm. and this for me is success mm-hmm. yeah and there's there's many places you could you could talk about success um i'm married to 
an incredible human being a beautiful singer right success mm-hmm. fantastic <laughs> <laughs> um i'm thankful incredibly for the family that i have you know the support from the parents you know there's of course you know there's no pressure like in again they never stood in the way mm-hmm. and they could you know that's success as rocky as my relationship with god has been bado tuko pamoja you know mm. success india however i think what i would mark as success in terms of the work that we do the creative work that we do in the film in this film space and everything would be the day kenyans creators and storytellers so that working together is so much more helpful and fruitful than in the long term would be beneficial to all of us that would make me so happy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the day we we actually just had honest conversations to what you me i was thinking mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that that would be a beautiful day because there is so much potential in this country in talent uh, incredible talent yeah. like massive talent um but there's again at the same time there's so much in fighting there's so much um gatekeeping yeah there's so much um you know people don't believe that there's enough stories f- to tell for everyone mm. and so much more that are born every day that's that's a dream i have and that's something i am i am working you know and be like at least me i tried mm. and i will continue to i don't i don't measure success monetarily mm. i don't measure success with awards i don't measure success with the number of people who know my name mm. or have watched the films that i've made i think i measure success with the relationships the the connections and the kind of change that we work on together mm-hmm. to make to you know to just make life a lot better for ourselves and generations to come wonderful there are a lot of stories there our, our, our production assistant is telling us i mean yeah. time is up but that's why occasionally up. we are laughing because to now not nambio hey guys time is moving we're going to rebel a bit anafanya <laughs> banana split there are so many stories in there just from you know what you just spoke yeah. which is incredibly beautiful you talked about a rocky relationship with god yes. mm-hmm. um, how's your spiritual life and 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 um, um is it in of course it's integral mm-hmm. to who you are mm-hmm. uh, but, but um what are some of the things that you do um in order in order to make sure that you continuously um cultivating I, sp- i speak to god you speak to god i speak to god i mm-hmm. speak to god almost every day mm-hmm. um because it's i i i think we we grew up in a place where religion imposes a lot on people and it does so much um good and harm um i will stick to the harm because it's it's really sometimes it's very sad and particularly if you work in a documentary space you've seen you actually get to see um i'll give an example if you watch if you get to watch the film this is not in the film softy so it's not even a spoiler is when you're filming people and who live in such 
difficult conditions, you know. And they say they will vote for someone because the pastor said so. Mm. You know, because God said through the pastor through the pastor mm. that you're voting for this person because he does it, he comes from the right tribe. That's just plain wrong. And it's because of again human beings <laughs> <laughs> Um however, I, as I I do believe in God and I do speak to God every day. I try to every day yeah. and have conversations because that's something that again keeps me sane and you know something that I I cherish yeah with uh, again from that bit you shared there's so many directions we could, could go yeah. um, can open so many tabs yeah and, so mm. I'll also ask a smaller uh, one mm. I asked about the 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 men and brothers around you mm-hmm. during softy and uh as this conversation has been going on two two women have popped up mm-hmm. yeah so uh let me also ask a slight tangent in that direction mm-hmm. the women in your life mm-hmm. i.e in this case there is your wife mm-hmm. this is miriam mm-hmm. and there is your mother mm-hmm. and at some point you also mentioned tony, tony. Mm-hmm. yeah so my question would be to our sisters mm. and to our young men mm. with sisters mm. and wives what attributes about this women mm. would you kupigia debe nini would you would you Vote, recognize yeah. the most mm. and ask of us to celebrate in our sisters and wives and siblings i i think i'll, I'll take a different tangent to the response All and good. and say as african men and as kenyan men we have to recognize that patriarchy has been evil mm-hmm. in our society mm. it continues to be in different levels you just you know just look at a lot of the pictures of the decision makers you know from people having holding a conference about about women and it's only men mm. in 2020 mm. you know there has to be intentionality in how we work and how the opportunities that exist and how we relate with women we have to recognize that equality is is fact and it has to exist you know the the whole idea of you know people talk about it but in practice is a whole other thing and it's such a kenyan thing actually i don't know if other african can i'll just speak to kai because we know this how it goes when you go to a party mm-hmm right mm. in a weird as in nikama it's like clockwork you just see the women sitting on one side and the guys going on one side <laughs> like clockwork mm. right when you go to if you are in other places you'd find people actually mingling and sitting together and talking together mm-hmm. you get but we see it as obvious as something that is yeah. as fact yet that's just evidence of how we continue to perpetuate inequality. I believe and I choose to be conscious in terms of the kind of work the films I'm producing, all those things in acknowledging that there is advantage and we have to break down mm-hmm. that advantage, you know. And that's something I choose to continue to speak to. So all the women and even in the film that's something that it's one of the themes that is very clear mm. in like we can't continue to acknowledge the heroes of our lives while neglecting the women mm-hmm. that they stand on 
this this male heroes yeah you know um we can't talk about martin luther king if we don't talk about coretta scott king you know you have to talk about her as well mm. you know mm. we you can't just ignore yeah. and i'm happy um a lot of the world now is like yes you're talking about barack but you have to talk about well, michelle yeah. yeah you know yeah. you cannot talk about barack without talking about michelle yeah. amen yeah. yeah and and in the same breath you wouldn't have been you wouldn't have been fully engulfed mm. into softy if you never felt Jerry's voice 100% yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's that's the point so i i choose to to say i am you know it's okay ni i am miriam's husband <laughs> yeah yeah you know not miriam is not soko's wife oh wow yeah. you get yeah um and is the same with my my mother is the same with my co-producer tony like they're all people who've achieved incredible things in their own right mm-hmm. and let us talk about their achievements in the same breath let's not use the tag of wife yeah as a me as a qualification mm. yeah yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Bring yeah. The, you know yeah. oh man is your yeah. i love that yeah w- one of the things one of the themes that comes out in two um tangents that we've kind of explored is um this idea of people and i don't know if it's humans naturally thinking about about everything being um zero sum Um so if you think about the art industry for mm-hmm. instance um it's you know crabs in a barrel mm-hmm. where someone thinks that Mato thinks that if Sam rises then mm-hmm. it's at my own expense yes and it's not that exactly right we can all there is enough for everyone to eat 100% mm-hmm. it's not zero sum same thing with you know the idea of patriarchy mm-hmm. of course it's been there for generations yeah. but i think part of the reason we perpetuate it continuously is the thought around that if if they rise, if they rise then we fall they will fall yeah which is a to- total bs away yeah. from the truth 100% yeah. yeah there's so much um there's an analogy that Muni gave is like you have never seen there's so many birds yeah probably there are more birds in the world than human beings right have you ever seen birds fly in the sky collide but human beings do yeah. every yeah. day yeah talk through up aboda exactly there's so many stories in this world there's so many things we can do without colliding and mm. building each other yeah and in i choose for instance to work to produce new filmmakers all the films i'm working on are all first time filmmakers different in one in south sudan one in zimbabwe two in kenya and they're all incredible filmmakers highly talented and i'm like yeah let them tell their stories cindy mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean i can continue to direct my yeah, my film yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah you know yeah. and it's fine You know it's cool. You can make a film about mental health. I can make a film about mental health. You can make a film about mental health. There's no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can all exist. In in a way sort of to bring it back to where it started. Yeah, we started on uh, joking a bit on how we met. Mm-hmm. And I'll quote uh a lady who was very instrumental at least for 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 who I am today mm-hmm. and I'm sure you because mm-hmm. I w- we were there together <laughs> Melissa Togutu mm-hmm. and one of the things she told me and we've quoted it even without knowing uh, as we've spoken was there's space for everyone 100% there's space for everyone yeah. so yeah the, we are sort of roughing yeah we're sort up. of roughing yeah. um, I, i feel like this is a consistent um idea on every single episode yeah 
I feel like we're not getting enough out of people <sighs> despite Take being two. in two hours of conversation. <laughs> yeah. And the reason behind us having a long form, long form conversation is for that. Mm-hmm. Um and, and maybe we can do we can do you know other episodes. For it's sure. incredible that no one has ever gotten some to talk for, you know, more than an hour. <laughs> right? Um and I feel like there's so many stories in you. Yeah. And we could keep going for yeah. you know two more hours if only our producer would help would 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 allow us to. There, there's yeah. so many stories in all of us. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. And this is a platform we're hoping that we can we can hear as many of them as possible. Maze, hopefully, when we call you, after the Oscars and all, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Oscars. Eh? That, that's coming up. And that's Softie, coming up. Yeah, man. and Softy is going to be there. And even beyond Softy, I remember this is something I told myself. I'll always tell people whenever i'm invited for yeah. graduation i always tell them i wish you so much success than the fact that you graduated is nothing yeah because mm-hmm. our parents generation may grow up now nanili graduate yeah yet to con- know there's so much more to life than There's that. so much and this is what i wish for you sam mm-hmm. i pray that your your career and the person you're uh, working to become amen. is so successful amen. that softy is just one of the yeah. films that yeah. you amen. did yeah, yeah? amen afo sawa aya but what before we go to figure comedali um a, a few closing questions mm-hmm. yeah. um, which are quite maybe formal yeah um <laughs> sorry sorry man um there, there's so many stories in you if if and i know you've been on many platforms but if you were to speak on a stage somewhere mm-hmm. a big stage addressing um, i don't know millions of people mm-hmm. and by your side were these phenomenal people mm-hmm. um, yeah. you you've mentioned a liking for africans, Gokyo, the africans. Well, yeah you've mentioned you know drawing inspiration from people like Ngogi Wathiongo mm-hmm. um and the late Binya with Kwani right mm-hmm. um I've, I've, you know we've, we've read that somewhere if you're yeah. standing um with them on a stage what would be written on your shirt <laughs> that you do want people to remember you know matro is better with nini with improv improv no it's just a quote that you don't like i'm trying to think because but there's a through line there's something at the the for the longest time i used to like there's many lines there's um from yeah so you know the way the world just opens you have with ken sarowiwa who said um story the we can't as storytellers i'm i'm trying to paraphrase mm. yeah. we can't just be mere storytellers mm. like our work can't just be you just write and that's it mm. there has to be more to that um there's also i like this quote it's a boni quote like you know speaking courage fluently mm-hmm. that's that's speaking, speaking courage fluently, fluently. That's, yeah, dope. that's that's something dope um i always there's a german line um die welt ist nicht genug which means the world is not enough Mm. which is which is like sometimes speaks to particular points yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah there's there's <laughs> yeah um but i'll say with a quote uh, some kissy quote that my mom likes to say which is like there's no there's no human's nose that points upwards <laughs> yeah and what does that mean we are all equal hey oh man that's I, how we rap i like how you you've gone around the globe from kisi to jama yeah 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 um are you an avid reader um not as much as i used to but okay. yes okay yeah. um if you to gift a book to a few friends and you don't want them to learn a lot from that book or mm-hmm. um, you know just enjoy it mm-hmm. um what book would you um gift ha um i don't know uh there's kai again you've 
It depends. Mm. That's the thing. I, I, you know, the way human beings are so dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't, I don't want to box myself. In. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a number of books that, that, yeah. I'd just say like recently. What's a, uh, w- what are they about? Uh, there's, there's a book I read last year called Pachinko. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about the South Korean experience. It's it's based in in the nineteenth twentieth twentieth century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, about you know South Korea and Japan, and the story of a family during that period. Um, there's between the world, between the world and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we'll find the title and put it on the show yeah. notes. Yeah, between the world and me, but I I think I might gotten that title wrong. Let me check. Just give me a second. Yeah. Mm. So as is uh, checking, we'd like to say Asante Sana for riding with us. Mm-hmm. Maze, this has been, and it's only like we are playing around. But yeah. no, we, we could have two days here. Yeah, two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever you're doing, thanks yeah. so so much for riding with us. Yeah, we have a near endless set of questions that we ask. Uh, you, 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 we feel that a, a lot of people could learn from you. Yeah, <laughs> um, and and hopefully we can give as we can give as many people yeah. um, as possible access to you and your stories. Yeah, and and there is Maria looking at us funny. Ako yeah. guys, maze. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am Ethalia. Mm-hmm. Chururu chururu. See, <laughs> this is Maria. Chururika. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Sam, do you know that one? Chururu, chururu. Yeah, po, zero. Zero. Uh, and, and it's okay. About the book, we yeah. can always find it later. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and I'll then put it on the show notes. Uh, okay. Abu, chururu, chururu. Ah, come on, I know it. <laughs> chururu, chururu. Sindondondo. Sindondondo. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. It plays around with the flow <laughs> of the water. Chapo, chapo. Growing up mm-hmm. in Kisi, mm-hmm. um, Kashata, Mabu. Fire. Eh? Mabuyu. Ma- mabuyu. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's mm. what's up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I don't know. So would you have preferred that ama football ama bano? Futa. Futa. Futa was yeah. I used to play football. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Yeah. You still do? Um not as much, but I like I, I played football mm. to I even used to play for like an it was a divi- division two team. Oh snap! Yeah. yeah. Ah man, this this would have gone in line with the question we ask around: uh, Is there a thing people would be surprised you're really yeah, good at? Really good at. Would yeah, that football. then be football, football for you? Um, football and DJing. <gasps> what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what what I, kind of genre do you? I'm a mix around? up, but I I used to make. I used to make um ilikuwa idea kulipea vitu kidogo when I was in campo. Mm. Oh dope. Mixtapes. Yeah like yeah I used to like we used to DJ in different gigs. Yeah. Gigs, yeah, wow. Clubs and all. Hey mm. man that's what's up. Streets man. Streets. And lastly and I know you've been around the world and back yeah. um if you're to have dinner with um two people dead or alive mm-hmm. who would those be? And once in a lifetime um, you know opportunity. Um, one is very like very obvious. She, she's like the best company. My wife, <laughs> like no for real. Yeah. Like dinner with my wife is lovely because yeah, anywhere in the world. Which and I'm lucky to have had dinner with her in different places in the world. So that's that's always great. Um, dead or alive because I didn't know them. Um, one of my grandparents. Okay. 
Yeah. Is, is there a reason why you desire this? Um yes, because I love story, history, life. Um I think there's very little archiving. Um keep you know the stories that of our lives that have been there before. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'd love to do. Um sometimes I feel like we were born late. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. so much has gone. But that's something I would love to do. Just keep keep that record yeah. and and be like you know a true history not yeah. the edited version yeah yeah, yeah. and and you're doing amazing at that and we are very proud of you Asante, um, Asante. we wish you the best and yeah. keep speaking courage fluently amen that's what's up yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep that's what's up busy being born keep busy being born yeah. um ladies and gentlemen we'd like to call it a session of course we want to keep going but uh, maria tukubali uh, production assistant so big up maria big up abu on the sound asante sana sam for mm. gracing us thanks so much guys with this yeah. honor asante sana uh, from me ntasema right before our final quote i'll say clearly from some story and even how we've wrapped it up we stand When we stand tall, it's because we stand on the shoulders of the ones who've been before us. So there are lots of people behind you. So whatever you're doing, uh, no matter how humble you feel, you could be the young man growing up in Kisi who just might be the guy premiering at the Sundance. Yeah. So I, keep doing what you do. Keep busy being born. Kamande? Absolutely. Um, I've loved this conversation and I hope that um, all of you have picked something from it. Um, I've, I've looked up to you know guys like Sam Soko and Boni who they've worked with on Softy um especially because I feel um this is the only way we change this country mm-hmm. and the continent mm-hmm. and and you know someone has to start that conversation um sometimes I also feel because of them I feel like I'm not doing enough you know they, they make me feel a bit um you know man what am I doing yeah. for this country what, I, what am I doing for my son yeah right um on one hand I could be fending financially but what kind of a country lively for them mm-hmm. what impact will i have made so um you you inspire me but at the same time you challenge me uh, we challenge each other we challenge each other yeah uh, that, that's that's, that's a better up. way to put mm-hmm. it um again so thank you so much for your time and um we wish you all the best asante thanks so much for having me mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen uh it's a wrap sam i have to say this uh, I'm, i'm sorry to end up to extend rona to time yako okay um at the phoenix mm-hmm. you're definitely one of the people i remember and i'm thankful for oh, wow. so for that oh, thank you thank you and there are like five people <laughs> And I interacted with more than 200 people, but they're like Thank five you. people. I'm always like, I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. me if they wouldn't have given me a chance. And you know, I'm, I'm a closet theater fan and I'm, I'm super, super grateful for the work that you keep doing. Thanks, keeping man. that fire. I know it's hard because you know, we've been there so many. <laughs> yeah, you know? the trenches. So keeping that fire burning yeah, is, is, and that's, yeah, I'm like, I'm still there. Thank you, man. So, yeah. Thank Mad you. love. Mm-hmm. Visiting Vaughn. Yeah. Ladies and gents, you know where to find us on all our socials. Uh, on Facebook, we are um the busy being born podcast and on instagram and twitter at to be born we'll play around with it as we go but yeah. for now that's how we play and finally remember ladies and gents if you're not busy being born you're probably busy not living i've been your host kegodu and i've been commander peace peace
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Do look out for more from us. For now, kwaheri.